Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the show. This is part two on the doubt series. And it is the first one was about stop feeding the doubt because we want to shift that. Are we feeding the doubt or are we feeding our future selves, the direction that we're going in or where we are right now? So I want to talk to you about how can we use doubt, the doubt that we are going through? Because again, it's you're not failing. This is not something that you can just get away with. It's just done. You stop. It never shows up again. Because as you continue to expand and do more and hold more and create more, doubt is there. It's always there. How can you use it as a way to help fuel your vision and where you're going? So in that last episode, I talked about awareness, recognizing it, understanding, um, working through those pieces of doubt. And today I want to talk to you about how can we use that to fuel the vision? We know that self-doubt is very powerful. Self-doubt shows up. It's like one of the many faces of fear, right? Whether it's that fear of being judged, rejected, or feeling like we're all failing, it spirals um, when those feelings come up. So we're breaking the spiral, right? We're changing that experience and we are looking at it differently. So when doubt arises, yes, awareness is incredibly important. Nothing will change without awareness, but it is what you choose to do next that matters. So we spend so long waiting for the fear to be gone or to just go away and it will never leave on its own, right? It's never just going to go on its own. That's your ego saying, no, no, no. That's like, you're stepping outside the comfort zone too much. It's not just going to stop. You have to change your response to it. Life is 10% of what happens to us and 90% of our reaction to what is happening. I believe that is a Stephen Covey quote. Listen to that again. Life is 10% of what happens to us and 90% of our reaction to what is happening. That means that 90% of our results are up to us. Isn't that kind of freeing? Isn't that kind of like, let me just like think about that for a second. 90% of what you create, what you do, your results is up to you, regardless of your situation. So we always have a choice in how we respond. We always have choice in how we respond. For me, those words always worked really well. And that, no, you get to choose how you respond. I invite you based on your own circumstances to really double down into what words speak to you. What words mean something to you? What words help you to navigate this? So when our doubt arises, I talked about it in the last show, but when our doubt arises, we can choose to bring our conscious mind to the present moment right? Because immediately what happens is we go into fight or flight. We go into our amygdala releases the stress hormones. So we're releasing the cortisol and um, adrenaline. 
And that only like fuels the doubt. And that's like, nope, now you're, now what happens is your body's going, I need safety. Like I need safety. Where is that? Oh, it's insanity. Absolutely still, except it's not safety. It's suffocating, but we all know this. So what we want to do is I want to give you an example to compare this to planting a seed in the ground, right? So our doubt continues to grow. Like it can just continues to grow, especially if we're feeding it. So we've talked about breaking the cycle of feeding it. Now we want to bring our conscious attention to our behavior and then support our subconscious healing and programming. This takes our lifetime. We've had our whole lifetime of building these beliefs and majority of our subconscious limiting beliefs were developed before the age of eight years old. So I'm 52. I'm sitting here going, okay, I've held on to some of these beliefs for a very long time. And they're so unconscious, which means they pop up first and fast furious. They pop up on their own. I don't actually consciously control them, but I can by bringing more awareness to them consciously and subconscious healing and reprogramming. That's a mouthful. The first shift shift always happens with awareness, always. But this is where I see a lot of people get stuck. They drop into awareness. And what do they say? I always do that. I know, I know, I know. I don't mean that, but I always say that. I know I don't mean that, but I, but it always comes out. That's because that's your unconscious mind talking. That's your unconscious mind talking. And when every time you jump into the words of, I need, I have to, um, I can't, um, all of those phrases, that's your unconscious mind talking. So it's not going to work to just say, I know, I know, I know I do that, but I don't actually mean it. You actually do mean it. That's why it comes up. So we want to be aware of that. So awareness is important, but if you stop there, it's not going to change anything. It really isn't. So it's the awareness is important. And then the next step is to be vulnerable. I've done lots of episodes on vulnerability, but to be vulnerable and brave at the same time. Brave is taking a step forward, recognizing there is no tiger chasing you. There is no bear. It's like, can you take that step forward? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I'm just pouring a little bit of belief into you. Yes, you can. So awareness, vulnerability, brave, take that bravery And when you take those steps in bravery, you build strength. And when you build strength, you then build confidence and courage. We can't get to courage without going through these steps in this order. So we have to be aware. We need vulnerability. We have to be brave. And listen, honor the fact and celebrate the hell out of yourself for one brave step. Like celebrate yourself because you've got to go back to thinking you're this like under eight-year-old child again honor and celebrate that. You know what? I did do that thing. I did take that step. Look at me. Like I tried, I did it. This is awesome. And celebrate it because now that you're encouraging yourself to do it again, don't go into the space of self-deprecating that. Yeah. Well, look at what I did. And I just screwed that up again because that just keeps you here. And that's, it's coming up very shortly, but I want to talk to you about that piece too. So when we take those steps, you continually, and you repeat it over and over, you'll continue to build courage. Building courage then makes it easier to keep stepping into bravery. It's just that loop. Now you're on a different loop and you're now using, like you're using that doubt and the doubt shows up and you're like, oh, no, wait, I'm not going left. I'm actually going right this time. I'm going to use that doubt to fuel my vision. I'm not letting it stop me. I'm going to let it fuel me. 
choosing to focus on your strengths and not your weaknesses. So you take that step, celebrate the hell of yourself and go, you know what? Like I did that. It was scary and I still did it. You choose what you feel. You get to feel doubt or belief in your future self. You get to choose. You always get to choose. The other way to use your doubt as your fuel is visualize what you're creating and working towards. This is actually not an easy one to do. Okay. I'm not going to play light on this, but it's not an easy one to do, but I want to share something with you about, it's not impossible. I want to share something with you about your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind doesn't understand negatives. So if you say, I don't want that, your subconscious mind hears, I want that. Or I don't want to do this. Your subconscious mind never hears the, I never hears the negative. So it's very important that you do not use the negative words because it doesn't understand, just thinks that you want more of it. The other thing is the subconscious mind does not understand the difference between past, future, and present. It just doesn't. So if you can visualize what you want to create, you're giving your subconscious mind a picture or feeling to focus on. The last five minutes before you go to sleep, I want you to think about it this way. You are like putting yourself to bed allowing your subconscious mind to plant pictures, visualizations of what you want to create all while you sleep. So one of the best things you can do is in bed, right before you go to bed, is work on, even if it's five minutes of breathing and just picture the positive changes that you want to create, the the picture, the visualize what it's going to look like when you continue to step into your courage. Who are you going to be surrounded by? What's it feel like to like be proud of yourself for being brave and making those changes? And I want you to step into that vision. And if you're not a visualizer, and I'm not actually, to be honest, I actually see it in different ways, but uh, you, this is how your subconscious mind works. It doesn't understand negatives. It doesn't understand the difference between the past, the present, or the future. And it only thinks in terms of picture symbols and emotions. So if you can't see that picture of what you're like, I don't see it as clearly someone else, then go into the feeling of what you would feel when this happens. Think of a time when you were proud of yourself. Sit in that space. Be so proud of taking that one step. Recognize the things that you you overcame, you came through that you never thought that you could. Be proud. Sit in those emotions because you're opening up those doors to these emotions and feelings. And I believe when you start to feel these emotions more, you will end up creating more pictures and visualizing of what you want. This is taking that doubt, awareness is there, and you're actually going to use that to fuel your vision. Okay. Now, the last thing that I want to share with you, this example absolutely blew me away. And I loved how it was explained to me. So you've taken a seed and you have planted it in the ground. You're going to grow a plant. You look at the dirt in the surrounding plant. You like dig up all the weeds. You get new topsoil. You get fertilizer in there. You, you know, build it up. You make sure it's getting the right amount of sun, the right amount of water. You like take the weeds out. You're doing everything to set that seed up for success, right? How you nurture it, how you focus on it, how you care for it. The second that doubt comes up, and remember, doubt comes up all of the time. It is literally as soon as you hit the edge of your comfort zone, When you feed the doubt, what you are literally doing is going into that dirt and you're pulling that seed back up. You're like ripping it right out of the ground. So you've done all this work to get the seed ready. You've done all this work to support your subconscious mind. 
and doubt comes up and you feed the doubt, you stop, you feed it and you stay in that space, you are literally taking that seed up and you are pulling it out of the ground. So what if it's been sitting there for like two weeks and you're like, oh my gosh, look at what I've done. It's just like amazing. It's trying to grab roots and ground and grow. And then you have the doubt and it comes up and you immediately pull the seed out. It's like, nope, nope, that's just too much. And I'm going to pull that out. So I want you to think about like when doubt arises, this is the opportunity right here that I want you to let it land. The doubt is always there right? Those feelings always show up. It's our response to it that we want to encourage to change. So we want to see where we're going. We want to make that a reality, right? We're creating this vision of what it's going to look like. And as soon as that doubt comes up, I want you to recognize it without awareness, take a brave step, right? Be vulnerable if you need to start to build that strength. But one of the first things I want you to ask yourself is, wouldn't it be cool if, or what if? Okay. This is really important when it comes to doubt. So doubt comes in, your conscious mind looks at it and goes, okay, I have awareness. I see I've done this. Shoot. I keep doing the same thing again. Okay. So I have awareness of it. I'm not going to add shame or guilt or judgment to it. I'm just going to recognize it. And I'm going to get into action and make a step. What if I am the person who can write the book? What if I am the person who can launch the podcast? What if I am the person who can coach other people? What if I am the coach who can have an incredible month? What if I am the coach who can build the business and have her relationships thrive at the same time? What if I am the coach who can grow the business and still take care of my health as a priority? So All of a sudden, when you start to ask the what if questions or the wouldn't it be cool questions, wouldn't it be cool if, that's talking to your subconscious mind. You're allowing it to open up and start to create this vision of what you're doing. When that happens, okay, when that happens, now you're in a space of opening up possibilities, right? We feed the doubt, we close possibilities off, we shut them right down. When we are fueling our vision, we are opening up possibilities. And that's what I want you to do. So how can you look at it differently and start immediately going to what if, or wouldn't it be cool if? And if this still feels like that is so weird and foreign, what I want you to do is grab a pen and a journal and start with like at the top of the page, what if, or wouldn't it be cool if, if one of those speak to you or something like that, that it's an open-ended question let your pen go on a continuous ride. Now, if you are sitting there and you're trying this exercise and you're like, okay, what would be cool? Let me think what would be cool. The second you're in that space and talking that way, that's your conscious mind is controlling the whole, your conscious mind is controlling it. It's only responsible for 5% of your thoughts and beliefs. So let's get into your subconscious mind and change how it is programmed and how it perceives these limiting beliefs. The second you start writing, what if, or wouldn't it be cool if, if you can't get a flow going with your pen, literally write the same sentence over and over. What if, what if, wouldn't it be cool if, wouldn't it be cool if, wouldn't it be cool if. I've done this in group calls and it's usually about the third, fourth, fifth sentence right in there. The first couple ones, they're all from the conscious brain. They're like very like machine type thought process. And then all of a sudden you can see the person get into an emotional state and it's like, oh my God, that, that feels amazing. That's your deep subconscious that is speaking. 
that is how you change it. That is how you start to use this doubt to fuel your vision of where you're going. So wouldn't it be cool if I am the coach who attracts three new clients a month, five new clients a month, writes her book, does the podcast, um, interviews people from all over the world, has a growing business and her relationships are thriving. Her health is still a priority. Wouldn't it be cool if I am that coach? If I am that coach, how do I show up? What habits do I have? What habits do I implement daily? This is how you start to build that confidence in yourself because you start to recognize that what are the couple habits that I could do? If I am the coach who does this or the person who does this, what am I choosing to do every day? How am I fueling myself? What am I listening to? Who am I surrounding myself with? I want you to start to get curious about your life, not self-deprecating and harden yourself, but curious. What habits do you need to be in this space, to live in this space? And how can you use that little alarm bell that comes up with your doubt as your radar that there it is again? Okay, wait, wouldn't it be cool if instead start, where's the proof of what I have come through? And then wouldn't it be cool if so that you can start to live in the realm of possibilities, the realm of pictures, emotions, and feelings. That is how your subconscious mind is reprogrammed. You have to be consistent. You have to be consistent because our subconscious mind loves and needs repetition. It needs so much repetition. We've had our whole lifetime to work through this. So these are the pieces that require consistent work in order to create change. These actions will help you to create like hope. And when we need, when we have hope, we then start to see that change is possible. Hope on its own without action will never change anything. But when doubt lives every single day, you're giving it life. When you start to shift it and see what is possible and build that vision of where you're going and get into action, you are now feeding your future vision of yourself. You are not feeding doubt. This is not an overnight, like an overnight fix, but it can drastically change your life. I want to, I feel called to share this now. So I'm going to, I get applications that come in for this podcast all the time. And it's like, some of them just absolutely blow me away. I just get so inspired by them. The other day I had an application from a 14 year old girl who, when the pandemic started, she decided she did not want to be, she was done school at that time. And she didn't want to be in a space where she was watching TV or playing games all day long. She actually wanted to make this time count for something. In that time, since then, since March of 2020, she has written 18 books and published 11. I cannot wait to have her as a guest on the show. But 18 books she's written and published 11, and she's 14 years old. So what would change in your life if you actually went after what you say is important to you? Your vision is your vision. It doesn't have to be the same as mine. But you know what's important to you. And what would change in your life if you went after it? You can use your doubt to fuel your vision and it will literally change everything in your life. It really will. So remember the key questions, we bring awareness, we step into bravery, we build that strength, the confidence, the courage. We then go into like after that awareness, we go into the questions of what if, or wouldn't it be cool if? So we're not playing in the doubt. We're playing in the realm of possibilities. We're playing in the pictures. We're visualizing what we're creating. 
those last five minutes before you go to bed every night, that is when you are planting those seeds. And when doubt comes up, and it's always going to come up, your reaction to it is what matters. Please don't dig up those seeds every single day. Please don't do that because you're stopping yourself and you're blocking your growth. Much like the bamboo tree, it stays in the ground as a seed is planted in the ground. And for five years, it shows nothing. Nothing is happening. In the sixth year, a bamboo tree grows 90 feet. Did it grow 90 feet in one year? No, it grew 90 feet in the full five years or in six years. But all that work that was happening underneath, you couldn't see it, but it was still happening. And this is the piece. By consistently doing this work, you will recognize your doubt, you'll have awareness, and you will use it to fuel your vision, and you will get into action. You'll be proud of yourself. You will celebrate your wins, and that will continue to only fuel your vision. It will make so much difference, honestly. I know this was a longer episode. Thank you so much for, honestly, for hanging out for this part two on using doubt to fuel your vision. I would love to know how this lands. If you want to know how to do more of this, if you are an aspiring coach, speaker, or author, and you want to learn how to embody practice these tools, these NLP tools, you can use these tools to completely change like your whole subconscious reprogramming. And it will change how you show up in your life and in your business and what you're doing, what you're creating. I invite you to apply for the, well, apply to put your name in for the wait list for the coaching certification that is coming at the end of the month in August. The link is in the show notes. There is a week that you will save a thousand dollars off of the enrollment. This is a four to five month program. It is a board recognized certification program where you are able to take these tools, learn these tools, apply them to yourself to be able to step into everything you're here to create. And then honestly, you can teach them and use them to support others as well. They're incredibly powerful. I'm so grateful for this certification. It's done so much for me in my life. And this is where a lot of this information is coming from. So if you want in, it is in the show notes. I um, invite you there. Thank you for being here. I would love to know how this episode has landed for you. Use your doubt to fuel your vision. Go after it. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.